0: Welcome. Grab a seat, glass of wine, or shadow whiskey. Join in the conversation, but don't be surprised if you say, What she say? Sayers, sayers, sayers So from what I'm hearing Withholding sex is the thing to do My thought on it Epic fail why do we think that this form of punishment is a good thing to do? And it's truly a form of punishment because looking at the research and the mental psychology around it, it's a form of control. Talking to a friend and it looks as though she's having this dilemma within her marriage. Hmm. Definitely not okay but it happens so frequently. I can attest that being someone who previously went through this before, it's definitely no fun at all. So you guys know what to do. Get your glass. I'm pouring mine. Let's talk about it. Hey Sayers. So today I am indulging in amazing glass of Riesling. Someone tried to challenge me (laughs) and the bet was if I didn't like their wine, that they had to buy me a bottle of my favorite wine. You guys know Riesling is my favorite and as long as it's from out of the country, I'll definitely give it a try. (laughs) So they had me to try one that was not nice at all. I'm not even gonna say the brand. It was a Pinot, which I'm not against Pinot because I do drink Pinot as well, but it was not nice at all. It was rather, it wasn't even a thing that it was rather too dry, but it just didn't even have a good aftertaste to it. It it totally messed up my palate and I had to startle. (laughs) So the new one that I picked out because I won (laughs) was, of course, a Riesling, but I got a Riesling from South Africa. Uh, amaze. So nonetheless, to get past my wine choice for the day, I hope you guys got you something good with a chill to it. Shot on the rocks. Whatever floats your boat. (laughs) But in the midst of all of this, the friend and I, we were discussing withholding sex. She's in the midst of telling me how her and her wife... Tend to get in disagreements and instead of shutting down getting too far off into a physical altercation they do argue um, which isn't always a bad thing because makeup sex is great but (laughs) they don't make it to makeup sex for quite quite some time she states that there are times when they go two, three weeks into a month and before you know it sometimes it's a month and a half is their max I said oh you're doing you're not that bad I've actually was tormented to go longer than that but hey when you love people you love them for more than sex I hope guys that you're loving people for more than just sex but nonetheless we went in depth more of the conversation and I began to look it up I Enjoy researching things, so I'm looking it up and I'm noticing like, oh, there's a real name for this. This crime has a name. <laughs> Withholding sex is also another another way of calling it. Intimacy anorexia. It's I say it's still a crime, however you want to state it. But definition for such thing. <laughs> is the active withholding of emotional, spiritual, and sexual intimacy from spouses or partners. This act of withholding impacts the spouse or partner significantly causing emotional trauma, pain and anorexia and anxiety. However, intimacy anorexics continue their patterns of behavior regardless of the hurt they are causing. That's the part when I feel like it's then selfish. Because if you know that you withholding sex is doing something negative to your partner and you claim you love this person, why do you continuously do it? Why is it okay to know that your spouse is walking around with an attitude when they probably just need a great orgasm? I don't understand. Would you rather them let you take care of it or then now they're stepping out and you're wondering or rather you're blaming them not being committed to the relationship but in some sense you're leaving them to go and vent to someone else to talk about it to someone else or allow someone else to come within your relationship or your marriage I think it's very annoying, even if we think of it on a spiritual level, that I think it's very annoying how people don't realize that the devil likes a sexless marriage just as much as a marriage without um, sex before marriage. But yet the church only talks about one side of it. Oh, you shouldn't have sex before marriage. Yeah, but it's okay for Deacon Green and (laughs) and Miss Wallace. To be sexless within their marriage, just to hold up the front to say, oh, yes, I'm married, but you're not really happy. That's not okay. Sex is not the main factor of your relationship or of your marriage, but it is a good part of your intimacy. At what point do you say beyond my selfishness that I want to satisfy or make sure I'm attaining the needs that my mate needs like it's beyond just yourself sometimes people are looking at it as oh wow I'm just not in the mood you're not in the mood for a whole month come on (laughs) come on no are you not attracted to that person anymore sometimes you get so caught up in a friendship or you probably don't even look at them as your friend but you get so caught up in the being comfortable with having this person around and the order that maybe you have the household that you don't want to disrupt things but it's already disrupted when equal parties aren't really happy within themselves because of an outside element and the outside element unfortunately is the relationship yes each person each person should have their own self-esteem and be happy with themselves, but there's only but so much rejection that a person can take before they're just fed up. Why is it that people are forced into celibacy within a relationship because their partner doesn't want to have sex? I I actually sat still and watched a movie. I'm a movie fanatic. I truly am. But I haven't watched TV in like almost three years but I watched a movie the other night and this woman is is so furious and upset with her husband because he stepped outside of the marriage and he's seeing this woman and he's like we haven't had sex in two years she's like no we haven't been intimate in six well nobody's on the same page here (laughs) He lost focus of just the pure intimacy of their relationship. And she's like, I don't care if you are lacking out on sex. They both were selfish. She needed that intimacy more and he wanted that sex more. When you go into a relationship, you know that there is compromise that comes in it. Unfortunately... You have that misleading moment, you know, that beginning honeymoon stage. You first meet the person, you go out, you're dating, you know, when you decide to get to that point to actually engage in sex, whether for some people that's the end of that first night or, you know, a couple of months down the line for other people, whatever, (laughs) whenever your moment is that you decide to start in that sexual activity, there was a conversation about it. Y'all were sexting, talking about sex, having gestures about sex, something. Or at least hope that somebody talked about what they really like versus just laying there for the weddings. I mean, some people were just like, oh, we here, we at this point. I know this goes there and we're supposed to do this and rock this way and maybe kiss and then, whoa, it's good. No, <laughs> because a person can draw you in with, oh wow, this is good, and cons- being consistent with sex on a regular basis. And then it starts to trickle and slow down. Who really tells the truth here that in the beginning that really wasn't you? That you and your partner's sex driver are on two different pages. Who actually then takes the time to have the conversation to say, I like it more than you like it. Somebody has to say it because then after a while, you're just going to like, I'm annoying or I'm unattractive. Women get attitudes at their men or even at their female partners for whatever altercation that may have had. And then now when That stress relief, because I'm going to get there to the benefits, the health benefits, because they are definitely coming. I have a list and reasoning with everyone. But you're bringing this type of stress and this tension. You're going to bed upset, whether you say you're upset or your face is just scrunched up, showing on the outside that you're upset in your head. But You're taking away that moment of your mate to help you to relieve that stress. So again, you're being selfish to someone that still wants to help you. Only thing you're thinking about is that, oh, I'm angry. I don't feel like it. I'm not in the mood. I got a headache. I don't feel sexy. Whatever the excuses are, they're full of crap because the other person is indeed opening up that door to help you relieve your brain from the from the stress. To not think so much as to, oh, what's this doing or what's this going to cause? You're you're overthinking too much. There is a way that you can definitely bring the spark back into your relationship. There is definitely counseling. Oh my gosh, I can't go to a counselor and tell them that, oh. My libido is low. Why not? That's like saying that your relationship is not worth fighting for. And if you are not willing to make your relationship work, you're now wasting time. You're wasting your own time with continuously hearing the bickering because that's how you see it. But then you're wasting the other person's time because they could be with someone that is willing to fulfill that need that you choose to look over. If you really desire to be with that person, then there should be a point where you should be able to say, I can do this for you. Do you only just think like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. And quite frankly, if you have a lazy fuck, then that's, that's no fun either. Like, everybody should be participating parties here. Don't be a cheap lay. Don't be so... Easily to just wanna just lay there. Again, something else towards my list of the health benefits of it, but you can't just uh oh, I'm going to just do this because she wants me to. Um I'm um, let me go ahead so I don't have to hit his mouth. No. Cause then you're not in it, you're not enjoying it. And I would think that the other person would say, I this is not good. I can't enjoy pleasing a partner knowing that you're looking at the ceiling like, when is this going to be over? In my days on this earth, have I ever experienced that I think it would be so crushing? This an insult. <laughs> but why would that person think that, oh, I'm turned on and you're not even paying me any attention? That's on a whole nother on a whole nother sick level because there sadly are people who don't who do enjoy like i'd rather you go to sleep and then i get it while you sleep no let me be a participant don't take it while i'm asleep. how do you sleep through it that means it's not that good that's a whole nother topic for another day because that deserves to be by itself <laughs> but why would someone want to stay in a sexless relationship Why would someone want to stay in something where the other person is not even willing to participate in fixing it? Why did you mislead them in the first place that you could be this stamina filled person and you're not? Just some thoughts. Just some thoughts. Let me sip my wine and let you think on it for a second. (laughs) How do you hear your partner ask you for something and you consistently deny them? When someone asks you for something, isn't there a way to, like, help them with what they need? Or is it okay for them to go to someone else and then you have an attitude about it? The saying is there, but it's also a true statement. What you don't do, somebody else will. And I feel... The most saddest for people who have actually made it to marriage and have to be in a a marriage where your partner makes you feel unwanted, makes you feel like you're not attractive to them. It instantly sends your mind to think that they're cheating and really they just choose not to give it to you. As a man, that makes him feel low and as a woman, it, it, does this, it, it makes the self-esteem, their self-esteem low. But it also does something mentally that makes them feel like, you don't want me and I'm not attractive. Women fight harder for that attention than what males do. Scientific fact. But to the benefits of sex. For anyone that is currently withholding turn your volume up because these are true and verified facts of the benefits of sex okay one it actually helps your immune system to help you ward off colds and flus is the total truth it works just as well as any antibody and it helps to increase your saliva. It's there. So, couples who have consistently have sex a few times a week, but they, they, couples who have sex more than a few times a week are more likely to have a stronger immune system than couples who do not have sex at least once a week. It's, it's, it's there in black and white. Everybody has a computer in their hand a.k.a. a telephone, Google it, (laughs) it reduces the depression and stress. Can you imagine your spouse coming home from work, stressed out about work, everything went wrong, and now you have to take the backlash because they, of course, need to vent about it. But you have to hear and deal with the temperament of them being angry about work. Sex helps with reducing that stress. It helps with antidepressant. It's a antidepressant for women, but for men, it helps with, uh, with a positive mental health as well. Helps with blood circulation and keeps your blood pressure down. It also helps boost your brain power. Helps with your memory. If you're not doing so good with remembering things, start off while you're young now with better sex. It really does increase neurons in the hippocampus section of your brain where you store memories. I'd rather store great memories of great sex than memories of how irritated I was because I didn't get it. It overall improves your physical fitness. This, a true fact, I verified it myself. So it said that men burn more calories than women, unfortunately. But in in the midst of having sex, 30 minutes of sex burns off for males anywhere between 170 to 200 calories. For women, 30 minutes of sex burns off between 100 and 140 calories of sex what what are you waiting for how do you feel uncomfortable with your size and you're not having sex you're not burning off no sweat i don't understand guys get into the bedroom don't call me an overachiever but two hours of sex i burned 637 calories I was a little bit obsessive of my weight. I literally got on the scale and noticed that I lost four pounds. It was real. That 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 day there, whew, that was a great day. But <laughs> there was a lot of calories burned. I felt like I accomplished everything. I didn't need gym that morning. It was great. Guys, help your physical fitness and have sex. <laughs> it relieves pain. So women who try to say, oh, I have a headache, that probably is not a good thing to say. Because studies have definitely shown that intercourse can stop migraines in their tracks and reduce the uncomfortable side effect of rheumatoid arthritis. Move them bones around. Don't just lay there. Move it around. It's there. Everyone should know that it helps improve sleep. You can't sleep An orgasm is a sleeping pill without the pill. It's so, it's beyond healthy. It's such a cliche that dudes pass out right after sex, but intercourse actually can help both men and women nod off. Feeling relaxed and comfortable are big factors of hitting the big O, so it makes sense that there is a tendency to want to snooze after sex. You can't sleep. You suffer from being up all the time, insomnia. Oh, I can't get no sleep. I can't get no rest because you're not releasing yourself. <laughs> it enhances your sense of smell, more so in women. But your sense of smell increases with your increase of sex. It makes you look younger. Listen, your estrogen improves hair and skin quality making people look more attractive it decreases the risk of heart disease when in the midst of sex if you're not just laying there and just you know regular sex I guess people do that somewhere I'm so sad for you (laughs) but sex increases your heart rate when your heart reaches a certain rate It helps with the burning of the calories. You burn more calories when your heart rate is increased. And according to studies, men who had sex once a month or less were 45% more likely to contract a cardiovascular disease than friskier fellows. Spice it, guys. Spice it. You need your heart rate to increase just as much. The evidence suggests that men with better overall health, had higher libidos, and therefore more sex overall, which reinforced their healthy cardiovascular system. Sounds like a great benefit. It regulates periods. Women, are you always uptight about your menstrual cycle and you you feel like your flow is off track? Regular sex can help you with regulating your period. It lowers your blood pressure. High blood pressure puts pressure on the blood vessels leading to damage and narrow, hardening arteries. Testosterone, a sex hormone power player for both ladies and gents, could be a solution. Let it go. (laughs) Let it go, guys. It improves your teeth health. Listen, nasty teeth is just like a nasty body. It's not attractive. But I don't really incur <laughs> on what this next topic says, but it says that this, this one bit of a reach, but bear with us. In addition to sperm, semen contains minerals like calcium, magnesium, and zinc, which are also found in root canal fillings. Zinc and calcium are also ingredients in most. Commercially available tooth rinses. Who gonna do the math for me? Let me know. (laughs) It fights prostate cancer. So according to studies, regular sex flushes out any carcinogens lurking in the prostate gland, making it less likely to become cancerous. People out here trying to change the way they eat when sex can help, you know... Which prostate as well. It's a start. <laughs> it lowers um, lowers the risk of unwanted pregnancies. It makes fertilization easier. Guys, these sounds like great benefits to me. I don't know if somebody missed the point. They need to go back at a moment, read something else, Google it yourself. Every pointer that I gave is true and scientifically backed. So, who still thinks that it's fun to hold out? Who still thinks that your partner is going to still stick around if you're not willing to work on it and kick out? Just like closed mouths, closed legs don't get fed either. (laughs) Don't be selfish, guys. So, let me get this straight. I come to bed either nude or in lingerie, something cute. Not my big sleeping shirt, not my pajama pants, you know, the ugly bonnet, my retainer, and I have my, I'm on point in my good sexy mode. But you're still upset with your boss about a project that you're working on at work. And you're not going to touch me. You're going to literally tell me no. And I am supposed to be okay with that. The only thing is that I went through my whole dresser drawer of all my lingerie down to just even wearing cute panties to bed. And you still don't notice me because you're upset that... We have a one car garage and I parked the car in first before you came home and you got to switch the cars in the morning. I'm, I'm just trying to understand the clarity of why we're really having attitudes that have to transfer over to the bedroom. I mean, if somebody else can make sense of it, let me know. You guys know that I'm always waiting to hear from you guys, whether it be via email or by telephone Or even to hit me up on my Facebook, which is my underscore talking heart on Instagram. But somebody give me a better reasoning as to why it's supposed to be okay. And I'm supposed to accept continuously being rejected by someone that's laying beside me and telling me that they love me. If you got a better answer, let me know. Because... It's not adding up for me. When your relationship has more than just sex and everything else is mapping out why is it that you can't please your mate? But none but on the other hand, pleasing your mate can eliminate the issues of those other things. Be willing to work on your relationship. Don't let it fall apart over something that you're holding in and not even allowing your mate to help you with. Don't let you thinking, oh, I'm just not going to have sex with him for a month. And then he'll learn his lesson. No, eventually uh, his balls get heavy and he need to release it. (laughs) Eventually that orgasm gets so annoying that you really need to release it. And then somebody else helps. You, you can't push a person's hand and test them to say, don't cheat, don't cheat, don't cheat, but yet you're not giving them the things that they need within the relationship. You guys can do everything else great and have fun, but then you find a reason or an excuse to withhold sex. It's selfish. Hey Sayers You shouldn't take so long to call me guys (laughs) Thanks so much guys for tuning in Every week I truly appreciate it Definitely hit us up Here at what she say At my Talking heart Two zero one seven at gmail.com. Again, my talking heart two zero one seven at gmail.com. Or you can always shoot us a call at three four six three zero six one zero one zero three four six three zero six one zero one zero. 1010 Hope to hear from you soon. say is when you find you an adult lover that's really mature, they treat you like this. close enough to it, but withholding is definitely not an option.